Hey, what's going on, family? Got some things I want to talk about today. I'll be real, real quick, real, real brief. Um, just touching on some of the things that's happening within the black community, conscious community, whatever we're calling it, our community. Um, so without further ado, let's let that music play and let's get into it. family it's your boy technico host of tech talk radio um at this moment there's a lot well as we speak i should say there's a lot of things going on within the black community uh, a lot of things i the reason i'm speaking on it i'm i'm concerned about this thing becoming a distraction and what i mean by this thing i'm talking about the totality of it all cuz on one hand we have some allegations allegations that um, I haven't seen any substantial information on. And yet we have a lot of your usual suspects, our usual coons in hiding, what I like to call them, <clears throat> uh, talking about this situation prematurely. And a lot of these people, um, number one, and I'm going to even tell you who, the, who it is, uh, the, the accusations are against Brother Polite. Now, family... You can go, you can check for yourself. You can go through the whole history of me speaking on this, speaking on different people and different players of that nature. Uh, I do not hate Brother Polite. I do not, and I also do not feel that, first of all, that he did it. Now, let me get into why I feel that. Well, the first one is, is that he hasn't been proven guilty. And the first thing, and if we're going to talk about law or anything like that on this platform, we're going to act like we have that kind of sense, you know. So what I'm saying is, if I haven't seen any information about this brother being guilty, then he's innocent as far as I'm concerned. And the fact that he's a black man. Given the nature of this society, given the history, it's, it just seems like we always want to look at things in a vacuum. And I can't ignore it. I can't ignore that concurrently media, social media, YouTube, all these other people are trying to rehash the R. Kelly marriage to Aaliyah. Like R. Kelly has been the one constant in terms of their continuous assault of the black man's image. Okay. We're even getting to find out more. Even though, family, you can go back and look. We knew what was happening to Deshaun Watson was something um, like extortion. We knew what they were trying to do with the going straight to the social media and demanding money before you even start to process, even before you get the process started legally. So we, we, we saw through it. Most of us out there who have our eyes open. But getting back to this Brother Polite case... It seems that I see the same mechanisms at work. And what I mean by uh, the same mechanisms, what they like to do is get several coon Negroes to come out and say these negative things or say questionable things about this person to, to spread some doubt about a person's character. They do the same thing in football. 
with many trusted media outlets. They did the same thing with Bill Cosby. I forget this actress's name. She's always playing an evil black woman. They always typecast her like that. But she went on to The Breakfast Club and she had said some pretty damning things. I even said some, I even spoke on that. She had said that uh, she had seen a young lady uh, crying running out of Bill Cosby's dressing room. Okay? And this was around the time that a lot of people were 50-50. This is what they do. Furthermore, every single time they have mentioned R. Kelly. Every single time. R. Kelly has been brought up into the, into the discussions, whether his case, whether about some new information, whether about some other girls, whether they're rehashing some stuff. R. Kelly is the constant. Uh, because even though he's been proven not guilty or innocent, blah, 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 we seen it on tape. We saw that on tape. So you got one person that's going to be the, the justifiable element for everybody else. They're going to use R. Kelly. Or they have been using R. Kelly and that whole situation and the different details around that to adduce plausible um, what do we, or possible guiltiness from these other black folks, these other people. That's what's happening. So getting back into this, because this is because it's always people. It's not always people from your community, but there's usually people that's connected to you. And one person in particular has been going after Dr. Umar Johnson for a long time. Now, family, you know how I feel about Dr. Umar Johnson. However, and I believe you guys heard me speak about this person before. I have an issue with people whose only sole purpose is to attack black individuals. And what this dude does, Lennox Honor, that's the only time you're going to get the name from me because he's, he's a punk. You'll see him on YouTube with a with his, uh, him and his, uh, his white wife and basically white family making his little um, jokes about black people while he's nitpicking at people that's easy to target. Like Umar Johnson at this point is a very, very easy target. Most of us know that he's a con artist at this point. Most of us know. A lot of us been new just by hearing some of the things that he used to say. But with all that being said, we always have to be wary of those who take time for the sole purpose of attacking black individuals. Whether and 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 don't get me wrong, some of the things that he addressed, some there is some truth to it. There is some merit to it. My biggest issue, however, is that platforms such as the one I just mentioned only seem to attack black individuals. They don't, they don't attack other people who are doing the same things. They're not upset at the con itself. It's who's committing the con, who they have issue with. And, the, and one of the biggest reasons why I'm even bringing this up, because it just feels like I needed to talk about this today, I was having a conversation, albeit a respectful conversation, but it's a conversation I've had all too many times before, all too many times this year where we seem to have an issue or we want to be the most moral. We want to be, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be the best, but we have a problem with wanting to out-pope the Pope. We want to out-Muhammad Muhammad. We want to out-Buddha Buddha. Huh? And the problem is, is that in this world that we're in, that's not how the dominant forces are playing the game. Religion, 
spirituality, a lot of these things are, are, are political tools and historically have been political tools. That's my issue with a lot of folks, even within the black community, who still on this religious tip, we have still yet to identify the political aspects of the things that we're talking about. And we, we've also failed to, or just very generally, what we, what we fail to acknowledge is that with the coming of the Bibles, the written text for a lot of these religions came the politicization of spirituality. Not to say that it wasn't a part of it in, 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 in some places, in some form, but the moment that they decided to make spirituality and, and turn it and, and make a standard of it, that's when you start seeing it really become political. And then you really start to see things changing. For my Muslims, I keep telling you, you're not supposed to have an imam. For all those who are saying that you want to take it back to the original doctrine, you do not have an E-man. You do not have an E-man until about circa, what was it, 730 or so, after some much consolidation, after the, the Arabs and really the, uh, the Berbers go into uh, Europe, what, is, what became Al-Andalusia. So you don't have an E-man until some years after that happens. When you start with the Prophet Muhammad, you don't have an imam. They're breaking away from that sort of Byzantine functionality because of the corruption that was going on within the Byzantine church or otherwise known as the Greek church. Okay? So these are the things that we have to consider, but we don't know these things. But again, getting back to my main point, we want to out-pope the pope. We want to out-Muhammad Muhammad. So the conversation that I was talking about was about black businesses, and they told me that they didn't want black businesses to go to people who were going to be bad bosses and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, you see, that's that's part of the problem right there, because nowhere in any other community do other people complain about damn, I just want to you know, I, I want our people to get the loans, but I just don't want any bad people to get the loans. No, it's about shit. We need our people to get the loans, period. If it's a bad business, they're just going to fail. But why do we have this thing to where we want to hold ourselves back from acquiring this money? We want to hold ourselves back. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's this that it's that lingering feeling, that doubt. You don't believe in yourself. You don't believe in black people. You inherently believe that black people are inferior, thus not good leaders. We don't believe in the leadership capacity of black people. Therefore, it just comes to yeah, yeah, some people should get it, but those who shouldn't be bad. That's almost like saying, hey, you know what? There are, you know, there are some of us that are capable of leading. But for the most of us, we really need to stay clear of those kinds of roles. Nobody says that for any other group of people. And let's look at the historical record. We wouldn't have such a thing called manumissions during the points of slavery where we would have black folks elevated to certain positions, giving certain privileges based on their abilities. And this is, this is all around. You can go all around the world and find this. You will find that one of Napoleon's mentors was an African man, a black man. You will find that one of the most influential people, military minds of Russia, they called him Gannibal, was an African. 
the list goes on and on, family. Benjamin Banneker. It's just like we got we have Benjamin Mannikers, we have the uh, George Washington Carvers, we have so many examples of great men. We go to Booker T. Washington, John Henry Clark, we have uh, Malcolm X, we have so many examples of supreme and superb black leadership. But instead, we feel that somehow we, we weren't worthy enough. We don't deserve it. That somehow, like, like the thought process in that. And it kills me because we don't, because we have been cultivated in this system, we don't even see it. We don't see the problem in it. That we naturally assume that there's going to be some, and that's not to say that there's going to be people of that that's of us, they're not going to be good bosses that are not... But why is there such an emphasis? Why do we emphasize that amongst ourselves and not other people? Why isn't the argument is like, shit, they let all these other people get these loans to start these businesses. And some of these people are terrible bosses and all that stuff. Shoot, why can't we have a chance, at least an opportunity to produce the same level of crap work that these other people are producing? Somewhere deep and down, we feel that these other folks, even though they may be inferior, there's something inherently wrong with us. It's one of the most frustrating things in the world. Dealing with people who hate themselves. Dealing with people who do not know that they, that they secretly hate themselves. And they don't know it because it's a, it's a, it's a complex thing. It's hard to not like yourself and still like to be you. That's why we change certain things about ourselves. We don't even realize how much we try to change ourselves to be something different from what we actually are. We, want, we even change ourselves sometimes physically so we can appear to be that, uh, uh, that unique person, that, oh, the, the, the exception to the rule. We do that. It's, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. And I'm not saying that I've seen minorities to some extent suck up to the dominant society by way of marrying in and all these other things. And black folk, we do the same damn thing. We, we really do. But what I don't see from these other groups is the, is the giving up on the group. Like, I don't see these other groups looking at this European on this white boy as if like, OK, I'm about to go link up with them and get away from my people. I see about them getting together making their group stronger by proxy, by dealing with who they consider to be the dominant force in society. When it comes to us, on the other hand, when we deal with people, when we want to go deal with the white man, we want to go leave ourselves to go deal with the white man. Assuming that what that white man has is somehow better, superior. That's indoctrination. Motherfucker ain't invented shit that was superior. You haven't even bothered to go look at the documents and fine print uh, of any patent office. But that's the, what, what, what's the common saying? If you want to hide a secret, put it in a book. Well, there's volumes to speak to the value of the black man and woman in this society. Not a damn thing would happen. They're about to send a rocket, a satellite, even further into space that they've ever done before. They just landed some shit on Mars. And they wouldn't have been able to do any of that without the assistance of a genius black sister. This sister was in college and she gave the exact coordinates. It's just like every time we do something with space, you got to go deal with a sister. 
And they just did hidden figures, but they didn't tell you shit about this sister. But go Google. I already did an episode on this family. If you're new, go back and find it. I've talked about it. I've given us more than enough reason to feel good about ourselves. We only need to go out there and believe. And if you don't believe me, it's because you're too scared to find out for yourself that you have value, black man, black woman. That is your problem. Because we don't see this kind of self-hate with any other group that recognizes that there's a dominant society that has power. So part of our problem, family, is the way that we see ourselves. You cannot love nobody else. You cannot deal with anybody else until you deal with yourself. You cannot improve anybody else. You cannot make this white man treat you any better until you start treating yourselves better. Because what reason does anybody else have to treat you any better? And you can't even respect yourself, black man, black woman. You can't even respect where you came from, black man, black woman. You can't even respect the history. It took them hundreds of years to bring us to this point. Hundreds of years of war, inbreeding, torture to bring us to this point, And we're still here. European nations have failed while they were trying to attack us. Have pride, black man, black woman. We are not inferior. We need to erase that bull from our minds. It is destroying us slowly. It is one of the most pernicious cancers out there. Self-hate. So that's the part where we got to wake up, family. I'm, I'm old, and I'm never mad at my family, especially these days. I've, I've grown a lot, family. I'm just always so disappointed. And I'm always disappointed because some of the people that display some of this self-hate have so much potential. They have so much to offer, not to just themselves, but to their people. But they do not believe. So, family, we got to do something different. Yeah, I understand. You're not just going to spend your money with a black business just for the sake of black. But yeah, we're going to have to bring quality. But let that be the standard. Let us set the standard for how we're going to move forward. And we've always been selling quality. Before the Model T's came out, there was a black car that was out. And it was a better car, a more luxury car than the Model T. The Model T had to be cheaper anyway just to compete. That's when we're talking about uh, artisan craftsmanship versus mass production. And anybody who's ever worked at Tesla, Cenex, or any of these places in Silicon Valley will understand that switch because that's why we're dealing with MIs, manufacturing process instructions, and so on and so forth, because they want to take away from the artists and the craftsmanship that only naturally comes with good quality work. The way that they teach us in school be bullshit. It gets us to produce low quality work. It is always quality over quantity. And for some of us, it takes us a while before we figure that out. Whether we're dealing with money, whether we're dealing with opportunities, women, no matter what it is, it sometimes it takes us a while to realize it, that it's always quality over quantity. And I strongly believe in that. I don't believe that every person, I believe that a lot of us should have black businesses. But you know what? Another thing that makes black businesses run? People, workers. I believe in having high quality black businesses, 
high quality black business agreements to where we're not only just creating black businesses, but we're educating our youth and sending them to black jobs. That's how we solve the problem with with unemployment. That's how we solve the problem with gentrification. Gentrification is always going to be a problem when this other outsider who does not like you controls the resources in your community, controls the jobs, the wages in your community and controls the education in your community. If we want to make a difference, we need to seize these aspects of what makes a community. Because I don't give a damn. You can have the money. You can have the places. But as long as this other person is educating you, that money's going to go right back to them. And I don't give a damn if you have the education, because if you don't have the resources to apply, you're just going to be another one of these people on a soapbox. Preaching. And they're looking at me. Oh, tech, that's what you're doing. No, that's not all I'm doing, fam. This is just a part of it. I come here to continue the message, but this ain't all the work. There's so much more. So much more. In providing the kind of quality that our community deserves. But part of that is we have to readjust our minds. You see, there was a, a, a very racist man by the name of Elron Hubbard came up with this thing called Dianetics. This is some old brainwashing crap. And while I'm not really going to go too much or even speak on that, I think we need something like that for the black community, a blackinetics, if you will, a re-education that will remind us, reinform the family as to why we have value, where we come from, and what is it that we need to do next. Because we've lost direction. And that's how they've always gotten to us. I don't care if it's a gang. I don't care if it's a movement. That's how they get us every single time. Our perspective. We have them at Haiti. We gave it back because of perspective. With that being said, family, I told you I wasn't going to keep you for too long. Peace, love, and light. If my episodes of my podcast has any value to you or your people, like I know that they do, share them. Get it out there. Let people know what is up. Let them know about this real blackness going on right now, family. Because that's where, that's where we're at. So, Brother Technico, uh, don't be alarmed that the IG went down. It's just under some reconstruction, y'all. Do not worry about that. All the things that I've been saying are coming to fruition the shit ain't easy, especially when you're a one-man horse. I mean, I get a little bit of help as far as, like, production. But when you're a one-man team, that's just what happens. But, again, if this podcast has any value to you whatsoever, share, share, share. Let people know about it. Let people know about Brother Technico. We out here. Peace, love, and light. Part two, family. I got a bang. Listen to this intro. going to get it in. Ordinarily, I don't do this. Usually, I just do a whole nother episode. But because these topics are linked, I gotta speak on it. I gotta, I gotta speak on it. Um, and then it's not even like they're linked. It's, it's the same damn topic. But 
it just it's just like about a few hours after I finished the other the first part, which I didn't even know was gonna be the first part initially. I see all the videos that all these suspects, you know, pulpit wannabes are releasing. And it just seems so interesting that we always like to capitalize on the negativity going around our own people's lives. You know, like I already spoke on it. Brother Polite is being accused of something very, very serious. Now, disclaimer, if he's done any of those things, if he is a criminal, you know my feelings on it. I have no love for rapists, pedophiles, bafiarti, and, you know, to a certain level of thief, you know, because I do understand. But, you know, you can't be, I, I like, I understand, just so I can clarify on that, like, I understand somebody who got to go hit a store to go get some food, you know what I'm saying, or get, a, get some clothes for their family. Like, I, I do understand that. I, I can't abide by somebody who steals from their family, their mother, their children, you know, somebody who steals from their own community, their neighborhood. You know, and I'm not saying stealing. Stealing is one of those universal sins. And no matter where you go, uh, stealing is always looked upon poorly. However, there are certain situations that where you can understand why somebody would, would go to those links. And the world is not so black and white, okay? So there's always context to every situation. But if you're the kind of thief that would steal from one of your family members, that would steal from one of your children, or anything of the sort, steal for a reason that just cannot be explained or justified, although the action would still be wrong, I can't deal with it. And that's exactly how I feel about this situation, even more strongly. I don't deal with pedophiles, I don't deal with rape. And from some of the initial reports that have come out, it doesn't, well, two of the stories are a bit inconsistent, I'll get into that in a bit. But it's just a bit too early to really draw any conclusions. And I think that these brothers, all of them, every single last one of them, and there's, and it was more than what I thought. And maybe because I've been trying to, you know, see who's been talking about it. But as soon as I go to my YouTube uh, feed, I see all these different people who have their opinion. The real brother polite, the real uh, Michael Nowak, because they got to use their government. It's just like, it's not enough for white society to try to put you in your place and try to sun you as soon as you ascend, right? And you, you receive another title, another name. They always try to sun you by bringing you back to what your government was. Uh, same thing that they did to Malcolm X or um, uh, Muhammad Ali when they speak to him. Oh, cash is clap. You know what I'm saying? And all, all the other kind of things. So... We see our brothers, or I don't even gonna call them brothers. We see people who are who have a similar complexion because they're not brothers. You know, they are part of the family. Let's not get it twisted. They are part of the family, but there's sometimes we gotta remove certain members from the family for for reasons such as I already articulated. Yeah, sorry about that, family. I forgot to put on my do not disturb, and this is gonna be one of those risings. Because every time I have something to say, like something really, really important to say, I'm telling you, the forces just start calling all these telemarketers, all these people who talk about stuff that I ain't never ordered and all this other, other kind of crap.
But getting back to the main point, um, these bafiarti, these people who are removed from the family, these individuals, they're nothing. Let me tell you why they're nothing. Uh, these people, they hate themselves. They hate other black people. But at the same time, they love it because they can't stop or they can't help but to continue talking about these folks. It's like they almost have to attack certain people to prove to themselves that their position is right. That's what they have to do. Because how could you accuse somebody of such a malignant crime, whether if you like this person or not, and family, you know I am not a fan of Brother Polite. In any I'm, I like some of the things that he does. I respect his intelligence, but I'm not a fan. I don't follow him. I like what what he does. You know, I, I really try not to have too much of an opinion on it. You know, because I feel like in so many ways he's in such a different lane. And I'm not talking about fiscally. I'm just talking about in terms of what he's trying to do, what he's trying to accomplish. I think that he's gone out and and accomplished a lot of the things that he set out to do, and that deserves to be respected. But I'm in no way beholden to give him uh, a good review. I'm not. I'm not beholden to defend him. I'm just looking at the case for what it is. Like, why is it that we have so many black men still being accused of sexual assault, and in these days, instead of letting this white bakra do their own deed, we got to go step in and do it for them, not even realizing that. You have nothing without this person that you constantly attack. Moorish World TV, that's all you can do. Aboriginal media, that's all you can do. That's all you guys got. You don't have no story unless you're talking about somebody else. another black, Unless you're talking dirt about another black man or woman that's not agreeing with what you're, what you're talking about and how a lot of your guys is Y'all minds are set up. Y'all so misogynistic. It's like you'll only talk about certain females sometimes. I, like I, I truly feel that the reason why it's not more females is because y'all don't respect them enough to even talk about them, which is cool. I don't need you to put the sisters in your mouth. They need to stay far from your mouth. But it's just a very interesting thing, the, the thought process of seeing how you guys function, seeing how you guys really want to go about quote-unquote informing the people no you're just a handmaiden of this white bastard and that's all you will ever be you can't even wait to see like is are you so desperate that you can't even wait to see any finite details any finite facts of all the facts that i've seen there's some inconsistencies there's some omissions at least there's some things that I find to be truly mm, questionable pertaining to everything that happened, to per pertaining to how this girl got assaulted. And if she was assaulted, listen, I want her to have, look, I want her to have the, 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 best, the best defense. I want her to have the most honor. I don't want her to even have her name put out at any point there at, at this juncture. I don't want any of that. What I want is just simply more facts. 
What I want is simply more context to the situation before I say anything. Right now, all we have is a bunch of he say, she say. One story say that her mouth was swollen and bruised and he was trying to get her to throw up. The other one says that, you know, he got her to, to perform the oral sex and all this stuff. Well, both of them, I think they said that she was either drinking or drunk. One said that he was supposed to be going to a nightclub with this 14-year-old, and then they, uh, it was closed. They ended up going to a hotel. It's a lot of interesting, interesting things being said. And evidently, uh, the woman or the girl was the daughter of one of the women that he said to be courted. Or let me say girlfriend. Remember, I think he has like three, four wives. Um, so it's just something, it's just something to look at. It's just something to wait until we get some more details. You know, if her mouth is swollen and all these other kinds of things, then like details and, and the truth of that is going to come out. Uh, if he indeed forced her to, uh, prevent, you know, perform any sort of sexual activity, I feel like that sort of information is going to come out. Like this is coming out. Now, mind you, I believe that um, he was accused of this sometime in July, June or July, you know. But as far as everybody talking about this situation, this comes very shortly after um, the black community starts to question whether or not or starts to see that Deshaun Watson was getting extorted. But we already seen that. I think I mentioned that in the last in the first part. That we already seen that. For those who are paying attention to the case, we saw the extortion coming. We saw the extortion tactic. How the hell are you going to demand a settlement? You ain't even took this to the uh, to, po uh, to the police yet. So, again, the main thing, the main point about this whole topic is just how weak a lot of you motherfuckers are. And I got to say it, family, I really don't like to cuss on my platform, not anymore. You know, I just feel like I like to give better, better quality content, but damn, y'all can't wait. I understand the one dude who always talking about Umar Johnson, like the dude, like he, he he's a coon. He is a coon. In every sense of the word, a coon. He said other things to to elucidate the fact that he was a coon. That, that's why he only stays on talking about certain quote unquote questionable members of the black community. So anytime something negative is happening about a particular individual in the black conscious community, he has something to say. For a long part, it was it was Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson is always giving somebody something to say. That's him. That, that's his. That's his get down. Is giving people something to say about whatever shenanigans he's doing. But when that same individual, I'm talking about the dude he's talking about, Umar Johnson, and now talking about Brother Polite, because he needs the clickbait, he needs the views, you know, he got to tell support all them half babies he'd have made. I recall a certain situation when we're talking about George Floyd, and in situations like that, he had, uh, he had made a video about that, and he started to elucidate, started to show a lot of his coon-ass tendencies then. When he starts saying something, he always makes me mad when black people sit up there and they talk about that like it was you or your family. That wasn't you. 
that was them. Like, you dumb, married to a white hussy motherfucker. Every time the police kill somebody innocent, in particularly in the manner that they do it, it is us. Because they're not thinking about us as the individual. We don't get that luxury. You're put into a box. That's why we've had the Ahmad Rashad, which was a lynching. Let's be clear about that. That's why we had the George Floyds. That's why we had the, uh, the uh, Breonna Taylors. That's why we had the Makia Bryant has everything to do about how they view us and how they have the permission to handle us a certain way based on certain laws, based on certain uh, court cases. Uh, you know, I would talk about Graham versus Connor, okay? All those kinds of things. That's our issue right there. For, for another black man to say something like that, you're a coon. And I don't even bring up the family to be like the, the, the all-encompassing uh, proof that this motherfucker's a coon. It's it's the all the little jokes. It's the fact that he'll do a little piece where he's dressed up as a quote-unquote thug trying to talk ignorant. You know, emulating what, what, what he considers to be the lowest form of black culture. Come on, man. I know why he got a problem with Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson don't like nothing that he's about. I know why he would say something about Brother, Brother Polite. His wife wants to fuck him. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck. And he says stuff like the black woman is God. Why wouldn't she be God? She was the first God this world has ever known. As far as human deities are concerned. So what's the point? Why, why can't she be God? People have such an issue with that. Now, I know some of you will say, oh, he, he never said, he, look, what's understood a lot of the time don't have to be explained. If I understand already that you don't like black women, if I understand already that you don't have a fondness for black people, look, I don't have to go. I don't have to hear you say it. I can look at your actions. Actions do, in fact, speak louder than words. They do. When you sit up there and want to talk about nothing but the negativity about black folks, sprinkle in some of the issues that you really have before you talk about the flaws. I know you're not for the people. I know you're not for the people. When you sit up there and you want to jump to conclusions and you want to facilitate the community to jump to conclusions, the community that you're not even a part of. How many black people do you hang out with? I can't stand that shit. Motherfuckers who only want to be black when it's convenient. And it's more than just halves. Or, or you know what I'm saying? It, it is. It, that's just the reality of it. We have a lot of full-blooded white wannabes in this world. That's just what it is. That's the reality of it. We always get so tripped up over this and that, and this motherfucker ain't black, and this person got a little bit. Look, check this out. If you ain't black, you, you ain't black. That's number one. Let's get that straight. Let's get that straight. I don't give a fuck how much rap music you listen to, how much gumbo you eat, how much fried chicken with okra you scarf down. That don't make you black. Blackness, as far as it pertains to us, happens with history and culture. In order to be black, you have to have the history and the culture. That's what it is. 
That's what it means to be black. You cannot be a lover of fond or have a fondness for black culture and become black. The same way I can't have a fondness of Japanese culture and become Japanese, some honorary Japanese. It doesn't work like that. It does not. I don't share their history. Their history does not run through my veins. I don't share their culture, no matter how um, ensconced I could ever be with it. It's not mine. But clearly, we like to give ours mm -hmm. away or believe that we can give ours away. Like, yeah, it's okay. Like, music is everybody's. Like, they won't tell you that. Music and all this art is for everybody. Guess what? Black man, black woman, you can write a haiku. Guess what? It'll never be yours. You can never say that's a part of your culture. You can never say, well, you know, we liked it. We did this to it, so it's a part of our culture. Now, you can never do that. We allow people to do that stuff to our culture. But let me digress because I'm going a little bit too going a little bit too far, a little, little bit too much in it. The biggest issues are these pulpit coon-ass pimps. Y'all should be embarrassed to be that desperate for clickbait. You should be embarrassed to be sucking up that hard to white massa. I can't stand you guys. And gals, some gals. Not y'all dudes. But I can't stand you. It, you should really be embarrassed. Uh, if I had it my way, no good things would ever come your way. That's just what it is. I mean, take that how you want it. But you wouldn't. You wouldn't find anything dealing with me. You wouldn't have shit. Hey, what's going on, family? I hope you guys are enjoying this really, really new, uh, unique spin to how I'm doing these episodes. As you guys probably noticed, I've been trying a couple of different things. So please uh, hit me up on my email, social media or whatever, and give me your feedback. Tell me if you like some of the new formats that I'm trying. Um, just again, as always, trying to evolve the platform, uh, trying to give better and more interesting content, but at the same time, still give those facts and that energy like y'all expect from me. So anyway, uh, I got some more to talk about. This is one of the last things I'm going to say uh, about this whole topic. And I'm going to leave it there until further information, but just a few more things I need to say um, before I'm, I, can, I can let this go. So I appreciate y'all listening to this intro, a little bit more energy in this one, and we're going to get it cracking. All right, family. This is the last point I'm going to make about this whole situation. And it's most, this is more so just my observations of what's been going on while this is happening. And I'm going to give my broader thoughts about the whole topic. So I guess I'm going to start with that. So my broader thoughts about this whole situation that's going down with Brother Polite is this is yet another attack from the dominant society to get at us. Now, whether he's guilty or not, and we don't know yet, things like this cause... Uh, commotion amongst us and it's been causing a whole lot of commotion there's a whole lot of dirt being dug up and thrown at one another predictably so i believe i said this uh in the first part like i do not want this to turn into a big distraction well guess what it is 
Um, so what I mean by that, there's a couple of people out there, and I'm gonna go ahead and say because the uh, you know the paperwork's out there. So a lot of people may have heard me speak about uh, Solar Mind as far as his content. Mm, that's neither here nor there. This issue though is much much different. This man has a he has paperwork. That's just the best way to put it. You know he's pled guilty uh, to some reduced counts. So if y'all want all the information, just go go on YouTube, go look up Solar Mind you know, rape case or uh, child abuse, et cetera, et cetera, sexual assault. There's, you'll, you'll see that up there. But basically, this dude was uh, caught exposing himself to a minor. Uh, they, they had a get rid of, they had a drop, uh, false imprisonment, and all, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Like, for me, it's a bit too much. You know, the fact that you plead guilty, you know, man, you plead guilty, and you got all these charges, all those charges. Um, like I'm not the type of person to. I don't. I don't usually trust a white man, and I don't. And I'm not saying that this is a trusting of the white man, but what I'm saying is I usually don't even consider what they have to say, as a as a thing until I see more information. For me, that's enough information. You know, and the fact that you plead guilty to it, uh, I can't. There's just certain things that I couldn't see myself doing, even as a youngster who, you know, y'all heard me say this a bunch of times, I was not the most educated on how to deal with these situations. But I know for damn sure, I ain't about to sit up there and plead guilty to no rape. And he didn't just plead, like, look, and there's another thing too, you know, and I'm going to bring up why this is relevant. He didn't even plead no contest. He pled guilty. Now, why is this relevant to the whole polite situation? Well, it was brought up on a uh, House of Consciousness, and it was in response to, well, I forget exactly what it was in response to. But the point is, they were having a discussion about it. And a discussion about if Sonetta is complicit in so-called what was going on with Brother Polite, are you guys not complicit on dealing with this brother? And... I won't even lie, family. When I see this, because I'm I'm not gonna front. I have not I'm not a big fan of uh Solar Mine. You know, I don't even like I think he's a nobody. Um But it was definitely appalling to see how many people were actually defending him. And their biggest issue, and the reason this is all brought up is that, you know, Brother Polite, he's getting charged with something. But he's never been found guilty for any of this stuff. We have not seen the evidence. And knowing what we know about white society, we can't move with no evidence. But it just seems really, really strange that more than one person, it's, like, it's getting to the point where there's several people, not just bringing up uh, the Brother Polite situation, but using it as a means to get at Sonetta. About this now, unless people know something, which would make you just as guilty, but that's neither here or there. If all you niggas is guilty, then all you niggas is guilty. I'm I don't play favorites when it comes, or even you can't even fuck with me if you like that. You know what I'm saying? But I just find it really, really interesting that everyone is trying to attach what Brother Polite has done. 
to Sinetta. And one of the number one things that they're using to adduce or justify, not adduce, not to prove, but rather to justify this connection and the accusations of being complicit was that, well, you were saying something similar before. You had came out and said something before, and then you took it all back and started hanging out with him. And this is what kind of made Sarnetta feel like he had to defend himself, you know, defend his position. This is not unusual, you know, behavior for Sarnetta. If Sarnetta feels like people are coming at him, he's going to say something. That's just who he's been over the decades, right? Um, But I guess what people are failing to understand is even in that situation, that case was dropped. So he again, there was no, wasn't found guilty. There's no evidence pointing him into that direction. And quite frankly, the people did want Brother Polite to come back to the platform. I recall. I was in the chats, especially before I started doing all the kind of things I was, you know, doing now, back when I was still just, you know, coming into the fact that there's a, a social media world for, you know, black thought and black uh, intelligence, you know, black spirituality and all that, you know, yeah, they people were calling for it. Now, I did not know about this situation at the time, you know, and personally, and this is just where I give my personal opinion, not putting this because I'm not telling anybody else to think like me. And the people that know me, like know me in real life, know what I'm finna say. If you got something like that, and I got those doubts, like me personally, if I have those enough doubts and I know you and I got enough doubts within my mind to think that you actually did something like that, meaning to go out there and, you know, say that you did this, that and the third. Then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I can't fuck with you. If I if I believe it that strongly, you know what I'm saying, to come out and say that, then I can't fuck with you. Now, again, I think people also miss the fact that uh, Sonetta wasn't fucking with him. And even after the fact, see, the, the relationship that Son and Polite had in the beginning is nowhere near where they are right now. They're more cordial, if anything. You know, I, the, the close suit, the uh, Sonetta going with uh, Brother Polite to that Floyd Mayweather fight, the little uh, whatever Jake Paul brother is, you know, the little Paul brother fight. That's the last, that was the first time in a long time I actually seen them seem like more friendly. You know? And I can imagine on both sides, like why there might be some apprehension on one hand. Shoot, I may not be that sure about you. You know? Like, I think people kind of get it, and we don't know what's going on in the private life, but I think people kind of got it twisted. You know, Brother Politis come onto the platform when they requested him. You see, once you've been in the situation and you're in the business, and I'm going to have to call it what it is, Sonetta is in the business. That doesn't make him a bad person, but it just means that he has to be smart about how he does things. That platform is not only how he disseminates information, that's how he takes care of his family. So he has to be very, very strategic. He also can't be in, a, uh, in the same position to make the same mistake again, like Especially for Sarnetta having the connections that he does. We understand what the rules are. You got to have paperwork, especially for a serious accusation like that. Now, for me, and I've said this a thousand times before on the, on the previous parts, and I'm going to say it again. I'm not the biggest fan of Brother Polite. 
But as a brother, he deserves the right of innocence until proven guilty, particularly from our community. I don't know what's so hard about that. I don't know what's so hard about waiting until we get the evidence and then going in and banging as we should. You see, when I see what these other, I'm going to call them clowns because a lot of them, they just clowns and they just out there, they looking for clickbait. They just looking, they just want to be a part of the hustle. The reason they can't wait is because they're not in it for the black people. They're not in it. They're not in this, this business of information, this business of being a part of the media, because that's what it is. For the sake of being honest, for the sake of being transparent, for the sake of giving truth. They're doing it just for the dollars. They're even starting to click up and do shows together. You see, I told everybody a long time ago that the time was coming where we were not going to be able to be ambivalent. We're not going to be able to stand on the line. People are going to have to choose a side. And with actions like what I've been seeing is people choosing sides. If more, if Morris TV is spouting the same nonsense as, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Leonard or Leonard Honor, whatever the hell, what the hell, oh, Lennox, whatever the hell his name is, oh, weirdo, dude, I've been telling y'all about. If your content is starting to match up with something like that, if your content is starting to look like what we constantly see on these coon pages, then we know what you're about. And I don't care what hat you got on your head, what how many scrolls you read. If you are along with that kind of stuff, I can't deal with you. That's point number one. Point number two, about those people that were defending Solomon, because I got to touch on that. There's a reason I brought that up, because it talks about something that's very pernicious and deadly within our community. It's not just damaging, it's killing us. Because it's this idea, or not even this idea, it's just this, this notion, this behavior to where if we like somebody, if somebody is close to us, we're willing to overlook some really suspect behavior. And we come up with any excuse, any reason. What the fuck? Is a grown ass man doing getting caught exposing himself, texting without permission, a, a minor, a young ass girl? What reason? What good reason? I don't give a damn if she quote unquote wanted it. She don't understand enough to know if she wanted it. That's just how I feel. That's just the facts. Ain't no young girl fucking know enough to deal. Because why would she? Where's the benefits? no damn benefit. See, that's what oftentimes happens. You know what I'm saying? Especially for these old conspiracy types. You know, they all crazy and goofed in the head. They have a hard time getting women talking to girls. So they got to go get them a young girl. They got to go beguile a young girl that kind of look up to them. That's what a lot of that stuff is. A lot of girls go up to uh, older dudes because it's almost like a dad, you know, a daddy figure kind of thing. But what was really killing me was people that were going on there, not only trying to come up with some justification for what Solar Mine was doing, 
trying to flip it back on polite, but we should be talking about polite. Excuse me. Does polite have any paperwork? Do people realize that at a certain point, at a certain level, the shit is slander? If this man starts to incur losses based on what some of these people are saying, you could be you could be taken to court. Especially if they're not true. What the hell are you doing speaking on a situation that you don't have all the information on? That just shows you how desperate they are. And furthermore, if the issue is with Brother Polite, why are y'all not on Brother Polite's page? Why are y'all going after the next man? Like, 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 like Sonetta's his boyfriend or something. Like, or, or like Sonetta's like in, in the room with him like that. Like, that's just like, that's some weird shit. Is that what y'all do? Is that what y'all do when y'all go uh, mess around with her? Y'all got to be in a group together. That sounds kind of suspect to me. Y'all got to be with each other like that. Why he know what was going on? You see, that's his man. He's supposed to be right there. That's what is. That's how it's sounding like they coming. No, it's a grown ass man. What? Sonetta don't. First of all, can't control another man. He ain't got shit to do with what that man does with his Johnson. That sounds like some gay shit. I just no fuck that. It sounds suspect. <laughs> sounds real suspect. No, I can't. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Y'all on that little weirdness. Because y'all asking another man about what another man does with his with his dick. Really? That's where we're at. That's how desperate niggas is. Like Sonetta's his damn daddy or something. Now, whether or not they're not afraid, and I and I believe a part of it is this. I I believe a part of it is that they're afraid to just go at Brother Polite themselves. First of all. Most of these people then got browbeat by Brother Polite. Whether you think he a jackass or not, for a lot of these dudes that's coming at him, they can't get with him. One person in particular was one of his boys. If anybody is complicit, it'd be that Negro Dr. Inky. Yeah, I said it. It'd be him. They they actually make money together. They've been doing they've done live videos breaking stuff down recently, especially when all this other, not uh, not the COVID, uh, actually, it might have been a little minute. Might have been a little minute, but it's been more recent than what Sonetta been doing. But at the same time, people want to go at Sonetta. No, the, the, the realness of the fact is, insisted and Paul said it, the only reason they're going after Sonetta is because he has the platform and he's been doing it. And he may not get the same, you know, financial love as some other folks do. And there may be some reasons for that. But at the same time, the only reason that these people in particular are coming after Sonetta is because they can't do nothing without him. Sonetta was their introduction to even having a channel in the first place. You see? So they really can't do nothing without these people. Brother Polite has proven that no matter how you feel about him, he can be successful. He can, he can generate attention. He can generate views without Sonetta. You see what I'm saying? See, people who have confidence in themselves, people who know they have value, they don't trip over stuff like that. People who know what to do. Look, we don't comment. 
we say what needs to be said, but we don't we don't jump on stories early because we don't have to. See, people who feel like they have to jump on a story early really don't have nothing to say. They really don't. And they're not interested in the truth. That should be that should be clear as rain. Clear as water. So we have a situation to where our brother Sadnetta, who's done a lot, and I like him, you know. And of course, he's, he hasn't worked with me. He's never responded to my emails or anything like that as far as, you know, when he's throwing things out there to join his platform, because y'all know I put my hat in the ring. So a lot of y'all might even think I'm a bit biased, but he ain't even responded to me. I'm pretty sure Sister Nepal do not like me, you know, especially after I said uh, what I said. I like... It was just one thing, but there was a thing where me and Sister Nepal, she blocked me off the chat. You know what I'm saying? So she probably don't even like me. And I'm not a big fan of Brother Garfield, even though Brother Garfield, congratulations on your work. I did not think he was going to do it, but I'm I'm not one of those people who going to, like, I wasn't just talking trash because I, like, I don't like you. I just, that's just honestly how I felt. You prove people wrong. Hey, you prove me wrong. It's all good. I don't got really nothing against you or your scholarship. Some of your, some of the other things, yeah, but... That's neither here nor there. My point is, is that I'd probably never be on the sign of the platform. But that doesn't mean that I can't be objective or I can't speak on the situation. And if it comes out that he was complicit, it's time to bang. You, I don't I don't understand why we have such like, no, I understand what it is because we understand what the world really is. And, and I have to stop saying I don't understand what I should say is that is it shouldn't be understood as to why people of our own will do this. But people of our own, just like Mark Lamusty, understand that if you attack black folks, there's no repercussion. You can do that to your heart's content. You know, it's up to that black person to figure out how to make you deal with it. And best believe, Brother Polite will make you deal with it if possible. Now, a lot of people wanted Sonetta to disown him, just blast him. Sonetta did say he wasn't going to deal with Brother Polite anymore, but it had nothing to do with the case. It had everything to do with with his reaction. And I'm not going to speak too much on that, but I do... I believe Sarnetta when he says that. It's consistent with how he's been doing things. It's been consistent on how he's dealt with people from uh, Shaka Amos all the way down. All the way down. All the way down. You know, when people... and And he's giving people time, too. Like, I'm pretty sure if Polite wanted to fix this, he had a window of opportunity. Sarnetta is, you know, at least with people that he seems to have dealt with on any kind of level, whether it's Brother Garfield, anybody, if they get into it, even if they bang it on each other, just off the relationship, he's so much of an African. If they if they can speak about it and come to an understanding, they'll they'll be cool, just on some man shit. And yeah, Sardetta was good. Man, a lot of people. Michi X. I kept telling y'all about that one. But she said a couple of suspect things. But it's always people who've kind of said these suspect things. Uh, follow a very suspect uh, spiritual system. It's all those kinds of people. 
you know, who who seem to come out the, the, the cracks and crevices trying to find a story. You know. It's uh it's sad. It's a very, very sad state that we're in. But Family, my my biggest point, because I know I want this is just this uh, this last part is more of a tangent than anything, but we gotta watch out for these people that's in our communities. Number one, and the point I was trying to, not, not, ooh, I went way off it, as I was pertaining to the people within our community excusing behaviors. If you're a person that excuses suspect behavior, you're guilty. If you know somebody who's excusing suspect behavior, you're guilty. At some point, we got to start protecting our own. At some point, we got to start protecting our family. We damn sure got to protect our women. We don't understand that the laws still to this day are geared to make it hard for the black man to protect his woman, to make it hard for a black man to even be a man. We, we got we to gotta reconstruct our minds. And we got to really start paying attention. We got to get out of this, this minds of favorites and who you like, who you don't like. We're people. We're a family and we're at war. So we have to treat each other a lot better. We have to go about things a little differently. You know, and I'm willing to work with people that I don't necessarily agree with. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's on the on the base principles, like if you're a pedophile, no, I can't I can't get down with that. If you are a coon, I can't get down with that. There's just certain things. If you're the type of Negro to go steal from your mama, I can't get down with that. But outside of maybe if we disagree on who you want to worship, I'm, I don't care about that. You know, as long as you black first, I could give a damn about who you pray to, about who you sleep with, as long as they're of age and grown. Okay. I, I don't. I truly and honestly don't. My only requirement is that you have black loyalty, that you have black respect to accompany that black love. Because if you do not have black respect, if you do not respect what it means to be black, the history of being black, then you will never appreciate your blackness or anyone else's. And you'll be around looking like the rest of these fools. So with that being said, I'm not going to say anything more on this matter. This is just more my frustration with how this seems to be the big distraction of the community. Uh, Hopefully, even Sonetta, like my hope is that he just starts ignoring these motherfuckers and just start doing other shows like just other programs. Like, let's just move forward until we get that information. Don't let them keep you down on this level, King. It's not worth it. All they want to do is keep you on a certain level and keep you distracted from doing the real things. Although there's some very powerful stories came out during that. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I overall felt like the discussion led to an even more powerful discussion. Because when we talk about women being abused as young girls, we don't realize just how often that shit happens. You know, I just did a podcast about my experience with online dating, but I didn't tell you about some of the other things. There's a lot of our sisters out there going through some real shit. Some real shit. And they got to eat it like it's nothing. 
You know what I'm saying? Have to have babies with your grandfather, your your auntie selling you to the pimp down the street for a hit. Like, but this is commonplace. You know, where it's commonplace, you know, uh, an older man is interested in your daughter and you doing so damn terrible. You let that man take your daughter out to places and different things like that. All this other kind of bullshit. But we got the audacity to talk about the shit that we see when we go over there to Africa. I talk about like, you know what I'm saying? Like we got we got that. Like we we, we like to talk as if like we're above this shit and we're not. We're really not. I can't help but feel a certain way about this topic. Because anytime when it comes to the abuse of our women, particularly little girls, it's something that we need to take seriously. And it's very, very, very clear. There's a lot of males in that room that did not deserve to be called men. Just based on how they reacted to that situation. It is, it's disgusting. They disgust me. The people that I brought up in a negative light, if I brought them up by name, disgust me. Give a fuck about how you feel about it. I'm, I'm a different kind of brother. I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people talk that talk. <laughs> a lot of people talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? But they still sitting in chairs. They ain't gone a motherfucking place. You understand me? So like I said, y'all, if this episode or any of my podcasts have any value to you, share them. Matter of fact, I know they do. Share it. Get people talking about this. Start some of these discussions within your own home. You don't even have to say things the way that I say it. I present things in the way that that's me. But I know that y'all know that these details are true. I know that many of the people who listen to me feel what I'm saying. So let's just be real. Share my stuff so people can get up onto this information. Let's knock out these these has-beens and wannabes and get this black grassroots media where it needs to be. Because on all levels, this shit matters. We are getting a like this whole uh, uh, attack of the black image in terms of making us look like a sexual deviant is all over the place. And we need to be aware of that. We need to catch on to that because while they're calling us sexual deviants and trying to take us out the picture, they're trying to get to our daughters and these so-called men that they want to leave around just so happen to leave around. These going to be the only quote unquote men around to protect your daughters, men that don't have a problem with another grown man Talking to a child. Want to come up with excuses. With this, the sickness. The sickness. Yeah. How I long for the days we can put to death a pedophile. Peace, love, and light, y'all.